this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey guys, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everybody doing? We are here today joined from 3000 miles away in what I hope is sunny California at this time. uh, Mr. Jared Lipscomb. Am I saying your last name right? You got it. And is that that really, and is that really your real last name? And like being a makeup artist, like it's actually Lipscomb or is this some (laughs) moniker that you came up with? It is. People ask me that all the time, but it is my actual name. I actually used to use a fake like Instagram last name and stuff like for to be cute. But then I realized all of a sudden it hit me. I was like, oh, my God, my last name is more perfect than this than whatever I was using. So, yeah, it's it's true, true and true as, and real as can be. I mean, like you're all your Jared lips on Instagram. Like, I mean, is that like that's as perfect as it can be for a makeup artist? <laughs> I know, right? When I realized, that, I was like, "How how have I just figured this out?" I like gave you this whole backstory. I'm like, you know, and I have no problem with people changing their names. I'm just like, oh, you probably just changed your last name. And so, how are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm good. You know, just staying inside. It is very sunny out today, but um, I'll probably enjoy a, a nice masked walk later on. But um, yeah, just hanging out in the quarantine. And do you live like actually in LA or like on the outskirts or like West Hollywood? Um, I actually live in North Hollywood. So um, if we're going to put it in like a, a Vanderpump Rules reference, I live in the same areas where um, a lot of the OG cast moved to this season and the new houses. Honey, we put everything in a Vanderpump Rules reference <laughs> around here. 
so or you know bravo at least so that that helps so you live where they all and we're going to get into all of that so you're kind of in that area where they all have their houses yes we're all very close to each other well that makes it convenient so now where are you from like where are you from originally like where'd you grow up all that good kind of stuff yeah so i grew up um, all over the south kind of moved around just a little bit but um then i ended up in florida and that's kind of where i grew up went to you know finished high school went to college and got ready to move out to la but i've been in la now for going on eight years so i feel like you know now i'm pretty much i've lived here longer than anywhere in my adult life so i just you know florida and la and did you like growing up like did you know you always wanted to get into makeup like how did that or do you have no idea what you wanted to do or you were always into beauty I mean I was always into like I remember like cutting out pictures of red carpet like at my favorite actresses in red carpets like when I was a kid and being like oh this is so pretty but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do and when I moved to LA I had no idea what I wanted to do and then always have done like drag on the side like kind of as a hobby for fun and then I was always like putting my friends in makeup and then it just took one friend to be like you know you could you're really good at this you could do this as a job like it's Los Angeles this isn't Florida where you would just end up doing you know like weddings every once in a while like you could work full-time doing makeup and so then I was like huh that's an interesting thought so then I um, kind of fine-tuned some skills built up a little makeup kit and then it's Los Angeles. I'm sure just like New York, it's kind of who, you know, and you, you meet the right people and then you just keep working from there. So you kind of just decided, sorry, you broke up for like a few minutes. So it really started with like you doing drag and someone saying you look great and this could be something you can make money at. Yeah. They, well, they said you should try doing this on other people as well. Like if you want, if you, cause that drag was just a hop. Right. So they're like, but if you like doing makeup, you could do this professionally. And then I was, I, I just never even put two and two together. Wow. So that's, that's, so you just kind of made up your like kit and then just kind of started like knocking on doors. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, there's apps you can download that like can provide you to connect you with clients. So there's lots of ways in Los Angeles to, to make it happen. There's a lot of ways to kind of build your portfolio really quickly. Totally. And then how did you go from that? Like, did you know any, well, I guess let's back up. Who was your first kind of like person in the public eye? Like, did you set out to say, oh, like, I remember those red carpets when I was young. I think I want to go that route, you know, versus like the average person, you know, like I'm sure you had a lot of clients that were not in the public eye? Like, was your goal to like work on people in the public eye or was your goal just like, let me just start working on everyone? Well, I know I definitely loved red carpet was definitely my uh, passion and definitely my kind of end game was like celebrity red carpet makeup. I just love the, the style of it. It's so different than like the YouTube style and it's so different than working on a movie set. It's like a, a very specific, you know, very glowy, very pretty kind of natural, but not it's, it's just my favorite style of makeup. It's just very feminine and very beautiful. And so um, one of my friends, when I first started doing makeup, she was like, oh, my friend just got booked on Orange is the New Black. And she's going to all these events now because she's on the show because like Orange is the New Black is getting nominated for all these awards and the cast is so big. So she has a smaller role on the first few seasons of Orange is the New Black. But she was my first kind of client who she was like, well, I need a makeup artist. And I was like, well, I need to kind of 
really get practice working on red carpets because it's such a different style with all those flash bulbs. And so we kind of teamed up together. I would, you know, do her makeup and she would book me kind of loyally through um, herself or through Netflix whenever they had a budget for it. And that was kind of my, my not big break, if you will, but, you know, my first time doing like someone who was on a TV show, who was getting photographed, who was getting the pictures were coming up on Getty Images. So I could use that for my portfolio to say, hey, look, I do red carpet for people who work in, you know, who work in film and television. Who was that? I mean, I, I watch Orange is the New Black, even the smaller roles I kind of know. Oh, yeah. So um, it's her Her name is Julie Lake, and she plays uh, the the two there's two meth heads you know throughout the season the series. oh yeah um and they host the the idol like the american idol in prison during the riot and it's the dark yeah. one with a really long string hair and the bad teeth she just she's oh, beautiful wow. in real life they really they really make her they do a number on her but it was fun because since her character was always so um ugly on the show like they make her so bad looking that they would always pick up the press would always pick up like you'll never believe who this is like on the red carpet and they always do side by side so it was kind of fun because I was like my first little taste of like oh wow you can really get like some notoriety by doing someone's makeup like by saying like look how diff look at this transformation so it was really cool totally I'm gonna have to google it after because I can't picture what she would even remotely look like not on the show you know so that's in a way, that's like a great first client, you know? It really, yeah, it really was. And she introduced me to some other girls from this show. And so we kind of all had the same deal work out where I would do um, different girls, like the LA girls, because most of them are New York based because it films in New York. But the few who were LA based, I would do their makeup here for like all their award shows and red carpets. And, you know, so it's kind of nice. I got a SAG, a SAG award winner and all the photographs that come with it in my portfolio, of like my first year of doing makeup. Wow. So were you just like, oh my God, like I'm taking off. Like I didn't expect all this so quickly. No, I mean, it's a slow buildup. It's definitely a slow buildup. I, but I mean, it was definitely an exciting jump start. I will say that. And then how did you go from, so that's like amazing. Cause orange is the new black. I mean, was, you know, a huge hit just by the critics fans. Like, so w what happened from there? Like, how'd you go from like working on some of those girls? Like who was your next, like what was the natural transition to kind of other clients? Yeah. I mean, I just am such a little networker. So I would just make, I mean, I, I would, had worked in three different restaurants before here. So I ha already had like a ton of people that I knew in the industry. So I just started reaching out to people being like, Hey, I've transitioned to doing makeup. And, you know, I have no, no, like, I'm not shy. Let's put it that way. So I was just like, hey, if you know anything, like, I'm looking for, make, like, work in the makeup field. Center in Venice Beach, because it's just, pardon? No, sorry. I like, heard, I heard some music or something. Go on. Oh. <laughs> the, the joys of connecting via Skype, but go on. Yes. Um, so I was volunteering and this girl, she had just started volunteering and she's like, Oh, I work at NBC universal for like this makeup comes like this makeup app that does things like that talent, which, you know, Bravo falls under that umbrella. And so she was like, we need a touch up artist to come do, you know, Vanderpump rules films, those after shows, um, that you'll, you can watch online, like the digital shows. Yeah. And she's like, we need a, we need a touch up artist for one of those days. And, um, so I went to that and that's when I met everyone from the show, my very first time I met like the whole cast was there, little like sex groups 
but I just hit it off like Brittany and Kristen. And then from there, they just, we exchanged numbers before the day ended. And then a month later I was doing their makeup for the season six premiere party. And then I never left from that moment on. I was like with them, like not full time. Cause I had other clients of course, cause they don't film like year round or anything. But from that moment on, I was like in, you know, in doing their makeup and then it kind of would end, you know, ended up doing Ariana. Then of course, Stassi came along, then Katie. And then by that point, I was doing all five of the girls at some, at some capacity. Some of the girls do their own makeup more often than not, you know, but in general, those are the five that I, that I would work with kind of frequently. And that's been it for the past three years now. And it was, okay. So it was, cause it's like, it broke up a little bit. So it was Ariana, Stassi, Brittany, Katie, and who was the other one? Kristen? Kristen, yeah. Okay, that's like what I thought. Now, let's slow down. Let's slow down, because there's a lot there to unpackage. Now, did you watch, like, were you a Bravo fan before this? Like, did you watch Bravo, or did you have no idea what the Bravo world was all about? Well, no, I definitely watched Housewives. So I, like, love Housewives. I love Beverly Hills, Orange County, and New York are, like, my favorites. But I had never, ever watched, for some reason, I never watched Vanderpump Rules. I don't know when I first moved to L.A., and I think it was just, I didn't have cable, and I just didn't, you know, like, I think I was working as a server in Los Angeles, so, like, the the appeal of a show about servers in Los Angeles just wasn't there for me at the time. So I had never seen Vanderpump Rules, and so it was so wild um, to, to meet these, you know, to meet everyone and to know that they were, like, on one of Bravo's highest-rated shows and to just not have any idea. So I had no context. But you better believe, as soon as I left that shoot, I went and, and found Hulu and, you know, started to watch some of it just to see who these people were. Did you, the work, did you work on any other Bravo shows before this, like any of the Housewives, or this really was your first foray into Bravo? Um, I had done one thing with Al, um, Kelly Dodd, her mom during we did like a little makeover scene on county housewives like three or four years ago um yeah so that must have been kind of like a that must have been like you know wow because if you were a fan of the oc were you just like holy shit i'm getting to work on kelly dodd it's mom yeah it was definitely surreal and to to film it all like that was like the very crazy part was to you know filming it my that was my very first thing with it was seeing that seeing how the housewives was filmed like in this and it was a very short scene but like it was very cool to to do we were getting her ready i think for a date or something like her mom was you know that was kind of the subplot of what season was like she was going to start dating and we were getting her ready for a date really quick me and a hairstylist so that was very cool and um that kind of yeah because i i was such an oc fan so i was like oh my that's like amazing. And then, so once you went from there and you went to, um, to start being uh, on the, um, like the Vanderpump people, like you said, you went home and you just watched all of the, like you ran home and you just watched all the back episodes. Well, not, I mean, I start, I just watched like key episodes. Like I like kind of did some Googling and was like, it's just so funny because it is, you know, the bra for as big as Bravo is, you just don't know anything about it. Like there are certain shows I just know nothing about, like Top Chef. Like I just don't keep up with that kind of stuff. And some totally. people who love that know it 
you know it so well. So I just didn't have much. And I was just like, wow, I really like these, these girls that I met and the guys too, but you know, obviously doing makeup I'm with the girls way more. And I was like, I really like these girls. Like, let me watch this. Let me, let me see what this is all about. And I was like, Oh my God, like, this is so insane. They're so different. It was just so different watching them on TV after having met them in like a very kind of comfortable, personal, very sweet setting. And then to see them on, on the TV. Now, granted, like I met them during season six. And so I was watching like season one and season two to try and like get a little understanding of the dynamics. Yeah. It was already, already different but it's wild you're like these girls were so nice and now this one's sleeping with this one and look at what (laughs) is going on (laughs) it's shocking right were you just like holy shit and and did you also realize like the more you watch like this is like housewives on acid like in a I don't know it's just to me it's like housewives is absolutely amazing there's so much to it but like Vanderpump Rules is just a gift from above. Were you just like, I can't believe these are the people that I just work with. Like, look at all the help. Look at all the stuff that's going on. Yeah, well, and it's so cool because they really are. Because, and I know they always say this, and this is like their soundbite. It's like, we really are friends. And that's why it's so, but it really is so true. Like, they really are such good friends that it made so much sense. Like, when I watched some of the, especially when I got caught up because like at this point, like I was watching season one and like, there was no Lala, there was no Brittany, there was no Ariana even. And so I was like, who, like, where are they? Like, what's, you know, like what's going on? They come. So like, I had to, when each person came into the season and see like what happened during their season. But um, yeah, they're, uh, it's so cool how it's, it's so naturally integrated for the most part. I mean, maybe not this current season, but, everyone that I worked with you know and all these as the OGs as they refer to them it's it makes sense why they're why they're so deeply rooted in each other's lives because they really were totally and when you so how did you go so that that was the first time that you worked with them and then like what happened from there like how did you then like were you asked back or what was going on like, how how'd you go yeah, from so, that to, like, working again with them? So, basically, I really connected with um, Brittany and Kristen that, that first day. I think it was we partially we had a lot of time together. And because a lot of the girls came in and they were first up, like Saucy, Katie, and Kristen, I believe, filmed first. So, I, like, touched them up, and then they went into film. Um, you know, it's the after show that they do, um, like, the little after show where they film in, like, uh, groups, little groups. So they went, they weren't, so I didn't get spend as much time with everyone, like equal amount of time. But for some reason, I got a lot of time with Brittany and Kristen and, you know, me and Brittany are both from the South. And so we like, and kind of goofy people. And so we kind of hit it off. And then Kristen is, Kristen and Brittany are like, yeah, they're like really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we just started talking and, uh, and then I'm friends with the hairstylist that was there that day too. So we all four started talking just about like, you know, he was like, well, Brittany's hair is amazing. Like, I would love to do this on it. And, and I was like, yeah, you should try like, and they were looking at through all my makeup. And I was like, yeah, if you guys ever need, we, we were just kind of like, if you ever need makeup or anything, like, that's what we do. We do hair and makeup. So like, so we just exchanged numbers with those two. Um, so a couple weeks later, they, uh, they hit us up for some hair and makeup for the season six premiere party. It was just Brittany and Kristen. Then, like, a month later, Kristen hit me up for a – she was going to the Pitch Perfect, I think, three premiere. 
And so she asked me to do her makeup for that. And then that was like before Christmas. And I went away for Christmas. Then I was back on New Year's and she asked Kristen hit me up again to do her New Year's makeup because she was going to some, you know, like red carpet party. And then after that, once January hit, they started doing a lot of press because I think the show was back on in January. Came out sometime in December, January. So then all of a sudden they were doing like lots of press hits. So Brittany and Kristen would keep calling us, me and the hairstylist, for um for makeup and hair for like the different press things that they were doing. And um that just like eventually, I mean, after the you know, after the fourth or fifth time of doing someone's makeup you can really you really get down to their face shape and you really understand what they like because the first time can be not rough but can be like a learning do you like what they don't like but so by the fifth or sixth time you're like oh i know exactly what's going to work with this like i know exactly what's going to go and so then once you have that comfort level and then you throw in the fact that you guys get along it was just like the perfect storm it was like they like the way you know i do her makeup they like the way that I style everything. And then they also, we like each other, like as people. So it was like, it was fun. So Brittany and Kristen were kind of like your first two from the Vander universe that kind of like took off. Brittany and Kristen were what? They they were kind of like the first two that you kind of like fell in with and did like more for rather than like Stassi and Katie and Ariana. Exactly. Yes. It started with Brittany and Kristen. And that's why I think it's so funny that they're such like a friend group because Brittany and Kristen used us probably a good maybe two or three months before we did any of the other girls. And I say we, it's me and the hairstylist because we always work together with them. It's it's always us two doing their hair and makeup. But so we worked with Brittany and Kristen for a good two to three months before any of the other girls used us. But it was so, it's so funny how they kind of – and now – everyone's good at doing their makeup too but like it's just you know some people some of them don't want to do it as much some of them like to do it like katie loves to do her makeup so i've done her makeup the least you know because she like loves to do it and loves to experiment with looks Hintley less and i've done britney's for instance who but, is um, like yeah yeah go so on. i was just saying so it was kind of like a trickle down effect so it was like the girls you know britney and kristen and kristen was like no you have to try you have to use jared like He's great. And then Stassi, at first, would I would do Stassi's eyes. Like, she would come and have her skin done because she, you know, she's been on TV for eight years. She knows exactly how she likes her skin to look. But she's like, uh, something. so I would help her do her eyes. And then that became, you know, then, then she was like, well, why don't you just come and do my makeup? I'll show you how I like it. And then, you know, then you can do my makeup, just the full thing, whatever. And so then the same thing, then the next one, Ariana comes calling and it's like, hey, I have this event, like, you know, can, can you guys, are you guys free for it? And so then we did Ariana and then Katie, and then that was, that was us doing the OGs. And it just kind of, I mean, just happened so naturally, so organically. And who was, who is the, well, before we get there, were you shocked then, like, even though this was season six, like, were you shocked at like how big this show was kind of blowing up and like what it is now, you know what I mean? Even watching it, like, you know, you kind of knew them at like this pivotal point of like, you know, they were big, but I mean, look at Stassi now. I mean, she's freaking huge. Like her podcast tour, her book, like, were you just, I mean, did you see, I don't know. What was it like, like being there for like the ride of like, okay, we're living in a small apartment. Now we're looking at buying a house. Like, I mean, that must've been like kind of thrilling for all of them. 
Yeah, I mean, and by that point we were such we were so close that it was just like we were like we were just as excited. Like I remember doing Brittany's makeup at the apartment, and she her showing us like pictures of the house that she wants, like that she hopes to buy, and it's the one she's in now. And her just being like, "Oh my God, this bathroom is so perfect for doing makeup in. Like the lighting is so amazing. There's so much space. Like we were all so excited. But yeah, it was definitely weird because I didn't realize." that we were coming in as the show was really hitting this like like this rise you know like it was because I remember just like even the amount of like when I first started working with them like I got a few new followers but then like the season aired and even I started getting new followers like the trickle down effect of like why am I getting followers from them and then like their followers followers would grow and the show was just like a smash and it's like I mean it's always been really popular I think but like it just seemed to really get big. And um, I don't know. It's just like when you're in it, you just don't notice as much. But then but then it'll be little things like that. Like you'll look at someone's following and you'll be like, holy crap, when I met them, they they didn't even have a million followers. And now they have multiple millions. Like, it's, that's so Seriously. crazy, you know? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs, joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com velvet in order right now to get 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. 
Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. Or like, and how did so the, the, the friendship was natural? It was just like, okay, I'm doing their makeup and somehow, you know, not everyone becomes best friends with their makeup artist. You just kind of, you know, hit it off with all of them. And then you just started developing into this friendship. And did you used to like go out with them at night a lot? Like, you know, when they would go out? I mean, we would like, when they're filming, it's, I would go to like the parties and stuff. Like they would invite me to like the parties. It's really tough to go, um, when they're filming in the summertime, it can be really tough just because, you know, it's not, uh, it's, you're dodging cameras. You're not always able to like sit and hang out and stuff. So it can be like, not, you know, it's not always, you could definitely have to bring a friend with you basically like, cause otherwise you're not going to be, it's not like I'm going to get to sit there and just chit chat with Brittany and Kristen all night long. They do have to, you know, they have to film scenes and, and make stuff happen. And, and yeah. talk to, amongst themselves and whatever going on but um yeah I would go to the parties that they would have and then like we did Halloween for instance together which is like an odd downtime for them when we did Halloween at Tom Tom and that was so amazing that was like so much fun and just like insanity who is but, out of uh, all of I'm oh, sorry go on no no I, I was finished Tom Thomas, no, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was going to ask you, who is kind of, like, who takes takes the most risk? Like, you say Katie likes to do her own makeup the most of the time. Like, out of all of them, like, who's the one that is just kind of like, whatever, Jared, I have no pre- preconceived notions, just do what you got it today. Oh, like, who who doesn't care what makeup? Like, yeah, what, like they don't request anything? Yeah, or like, uh, 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 out of the five of them, like, who takes the most risks as far as, like, you know, like when Katie was on Watch What Happens and Julius did that purple hair, you know what I mean? Like, that was a risk. Like, oh, who yeah. kind of comes to you and just says, like, you know, you, where you say, here's my idea, and they're like, go for it, whatever you think today. Like, who's the biggest risk taker? Well, Makeup I would wise. say it, it's, it's funny because it's not, you won't notice in the drama, but it's Kristen. Kristen will be like, whatever you, she's like, whatever you feel like doing today, do it. But the thing is, is I already know what she likes and doesn't like. So the looks are never that dramatic. The looks themselves aren't like, oh my gosh, like, whoa, this is a, you know, she's wearing a full face of blue eyeshadow. But it's, but it'll be like, maybe we'll put a purple on her eye that she would have never done ever. And she's like, cool, love it. And then it's like, she, you know, like maybe she always likes her wing liner, but it's like, no, I'm going to do a giant smoky eye on you. And then she's like, cool, love it. Like, okay. I'm going to put a lip color on you, uh, you know, like a different lip color that you've ever worn before. And then she's like, all right, love it. Like, she's definitely the one who's like, I has no, she's like, whatever you want. She'll sit, tell, tell me what she's wearing. You know, sometimes, sometimes she's like, I don't even know what I'm wearing, but then, so she's definitely like the most like, go for it, go whatever you want to do. I mean, I know you can't play favorites because it's your job, but I fucking love Kristen and she's by far the best thing about the whole damn show. So <laughs> Kristen is awesome. I, I do adore Kristen. 
She's and I saw you because I actually know Rachel O'Brien too. I saw a picture with you. I, I've done my deep dive into your Instagram. So I saw you know Rachel through probably Kristen and hanging out with all of them. Yeah. But Kristen is amazing. Um, who is who's the opposite? Who's like the most conservative as far as like, you know, just taking risks, like not even in a bad way, but who's more like, you know, I'm more traditional. I just want to keep my makeup to bare basics as much as possible. Huh. I, no one's, no one is like that. No one is like bare, because Kristen's actually the most bare basics also. Like she's the most like could get away with wearing the least, like being okay with wearing the least. I would say, I would say maybe Ariana has the most like specific look. Like even though she's, we do, we do play around, like she's okay with glitter and she's okay with like trying out crazy lip colors and doing all sorts of stuff. But she definitely has like, like we don't put mascara on her bottom lash. Like she knows her eye shape really well. And so, like, she has specific lashes that she likes to wear or that I know that she likes that I'll cut a specific way so that they fit her eyes. And then we always like to do, like, a um, some form of this. We have this one eyeshadow palette that's, like, very pink and reds, and it's, like, very in that family of colors, like, pink and reds and, um, you know, burnt oranges and stuff. It's, like, in that whole family of colors. And we always use that with Ariana. But she's daring with the makeup. Like, she'll she'll try something new. Like, she'll do it you know, she'll do something crazy, but it's always, we stick to a real color story with Ariana because we know what works with her eye color, with her eye shape and with her um, skin tone and blonde hair and stuff. That's awesome. But do no you know any conservative? I mean, they all seem like kind of risk take, you know, like in like a different, in, in different respects. Are they as fun to go out with and have drinks with as they seem? I mean, Kristen's the one I've only kind of maybe had a drink with once, but are they fun to go out with as much as they seem? Oh, I would say it's more fun. Like I would say it's even more fun because it's like less, um, less, less um, pressure with the cameras on, you know? So like, they're more fun to go out with when it's with, like in real life. It's so, they're so fun. They're some of the funnest people I've ever met. Do you know any of the other like Bravo, you know, like Miss Priscilla or like Jason Kaplan does some Bravo celebrities at times. Like, is there like this little, bravo makeup community like east coast west coast or you know like miss priscilla has her people you have your people or is it like this whole kind of community where you all know each other um, I, I mean i know Pris i've never met priscilla but i know her through instagram and we stay in touch and she's like so sweet i've worked with julius because i've come to new york um to do watch what happens live with britney and so yeah and one time that, so he did britney's hair and i did her makeup and so he's really, there's no, like, I don't, I mean, I'm not in it enough to know, like, I feel like the housewives people, they work with, like, several housewives, like, several totally. franchises. Like, Priscilla works with New York, and she works with Jersey, and, you know, so I feel like, and then she works with, like, Kyle when she comes to New York and stuff. Um, and so then I know the girls who do um, some of the OC and some of the Beverly Hills out here, and they're really sweet also. And so, like, like Glam by Pamela who does God, the yeah. and the door and stuff. Yeah, so she's really sweet, too. They're all really nice. It's not like, um, I don't think there's any, like, rivalry or anything like that. I think it's all very, like, very friendly. As far as I can tell, everyone's been so nice to me that I've met. That's what I was going to ask you. You know, not to, like, stir the drama just because, you know, it's Bravo. But I, was, yeah. that, I, mean, that, I mean, it's just one of the things that, like, comes to mind. Like, you know, 
is there this rivalry between like the hair people and the makeup people of like, well, I want to take over Dallas now and I want some Beverly Hills girls and it's and some Shaws thrown in there. It's not really like that. Not no, not at all. I mean, I'm sure there might be that I'm missing out on because I mainly just work with the Vanderpump girls. So maybe I'm missing on something with the housewives. But everyone who I've met who've worked with like housewives and stuff that I know that work with like several, they're all so wonderful. Like Patrick, he does um Lisa's makeup, Lisa Vanderpump, and he does like the Shaws of Sunset and he works like with Bravo closely and he is so nice. Like everyone's just so sweet. That's good. And I saw, I mean, I saw some others just from your Instagram. You're close with Lauren Ash from the Brilliant Superstore. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love Lauren. I've, like, done my homework on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I did her makeup um, randomly. Actually, for her podcast promo, I did her makeup for it just because a friend who produces her podcast is, I've worked with, they, they've hired me for makeup for other things so I met her for that and then a few weeks later she was like can you come to comic-con with me for makeup I'm actually have to stay the whole three days and like none of her normal makeup artists were able to do it and so I was like oh my god I'd love to and then me and her became fast friends there because we spent three days three 14 hour days together with someone you just like can't help but become like friends Superstore is like the best show if you've never seen it Oh, I'm, I watch it religiously. It's so good. It's such, and she was on that other show. I forgot what it was. Do you know, there was, it was on ABC. I think it was with like James Vanderbeek. I can't remember, which, oh no, you know who it was with? It was with Rebel Wilson. She was on this show and it was, it was really funny. Yeah, it was she like, was super fun forgot, time or something. Yeah, yeah. It was a great fucking show. It was so good. So I saw that. Now let's talk about the fact, I mean, really, the queen of the world, and you know who that is, you worked on God Control, the video, and you did Madonna's Dancers. Is this, is this a real thing here? That's, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, I did the control. I did, uh, and like the background people, because she has, she's so detail-oriented. She has, like, we were putting makeup on, like, the extras even, like, which is, not, you know, usually the extras just come ready. But it's like we were doing makeup for everyone who was going to be in the video, like every single person. Oh, my God. All right. So let's just slow this down for a second. So now how do you get how do you get this job to go work on the God control video? Like, how does that come about? That comes because there are there are hair and makeup agencies who are hired through production companies. So. With this, like, obviously Madonna has her own team of people, but when they need to get a bunch of makeup artists together to do, like, 90 extras for a, you know, and, and 90 extras and 90, and then, like, eight dancers and all these people and get them ready, they have to go somewhere. So I um, work closely alongside agencies, and I'm not with an agency, but, like, they will call me up for just random jobs like this like hey this is and it was so last minute I don't even I don't know why it was so last minute but I got the call like at 9 p.m the night before so I don't and know then, someone like dropped out they were in they were bind so oh my god and when you get this call do they say like okay there's a big pop star an icon the queen of the world or do they just say oh it's a job to go work on Madonna's video or is there the, all this secrecy around it and all this other stuff 
No, it was surprisingly so low key. They said like, are you free to do a music video tomorrow? Here's the rate. And I was like, yeah. And I'm friends with the guy who, who told me about it. I was like, yeah, who's it for? Like, just so I can prepare my kit to know like what kind of stuff to bring. And he's like, it's Madonna. And I was like, oh, casual. Okay. Like, all right. Well, I guess that's all you need to say is to just tell me to bring everything that I own in my entire makeup closet. Cause who knows? Oh my, so, did you, did yeah, you freak out? Or are you not even like a big Madonna fan the way I am? Like, are you just like, okay, whatever. I'd rather do Beyonce or something. Or are you just like, oh my God, this is well, everything. No, well, I love Britney, I love Britney Spears. So I definitely like me against the music. So every, I'm not, I'm probably not a Madonna fan like you are. Although I was just watching her sticky, what is it, the sticky and sweet store on Amazon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not like a diehard. Like I wasn't a diehard, but I definitely was like, I mean, it's Madonna, so you can't, you know what I mean? It's like, no matter, even if you're a diehard or not, it's like, you can't help but be like, like starstruck by it. It's kind of a big deal. So when yeah. you get there, like, do you have to sign all sorts of NDAs or is it, and like, I mean, did you meet Madonna or is it the, the dancers and everything you did was totally separate and like, you never even got to see her like walk on the set? Oh no, she was involved. She was there from before she went into hair and makeup she was like helping with the choreography i did not personally as one of the many makeup artists there i was not top priority to meet her so right. i did not get that opportunity to like say like hi thanks for having me or anything like that um but she was right there i mean like at one point she was standing you know one person away from me watching the dancers practice while we were like waiting to touch them up so it's not like, so she was like very involved. But then she went away for a little bit to get her hair and makeup done while they filmed like the other stuff. Cause you know, obviously that music video is very, very involved. And oh so my God, there's like yeah. a lot of, and a lot of people. And so they would film like the other people dancing and like kind of the background stuff. But then she came out and she was part of it too. And she, you know, she went around and approved everyone's look like from their clothes to their makeup, to their hair, like everyone, every extra creative director and like you know reviewed everything but she yeah, was having the I craziest mean, part was yeah well the craziest part was in the alley scene you know that alley scene where she's walking in her little zoot suit and then yeah. she gets robbed so back yeah. then I was the only make it was just me and her makeup artist for that which was so crazy because I didn't realize she was coming to two guys who were like robbing her and she was so then all of a sudden there's Madonna in that suit and that was crazy because it was just us in an alley it was like a very small crew so like the makeup the the lead makeup artist sent me to go and touch them up and I had no idea Madonna was coming so it was just those two guys Madonna her makeup artist a camera guy the director and a few other people so that was like the most intimate that it got with it and she it was just like so insane to be like like a foot away from her like watching the monitor at the same time with her you know wow yeah, I mean, I wouldn't expect her to be anything less than completely involved. You know what I mean? That's the, that's what I would expect. So that's like, I mean, she was really detail oriented, right? Just making sure she approved of every look, et cetera. Yeah, very detail oriented. That's amazing. Um, so now let's talk about what, well, first two things. First of all, you know, let's talk about your journey as well, because you know, so you were diagnosed with leukemia. Like, when did that happen? Like a year or two ago? 
No, this just happened over the summer of last summer. So, I mean, now we're going on a year now, but it happened. Um, Brittany's wedding was in June. Brittany and Jackson's wedding was in June. So I was in Kentucky for that. Came back for July and um, by August and still helped stuff in July and part of August. And by August 27th, I was diagnosed with leukemia after just feeling progressively worse through the month of August. I was just like starting to get really sick all the time. And I didn't know what was wrong. I was going to the doctors all the time. And then finally I went to the ER and they admitted me and did several tests and over a two day period um, found out that it was indeed cancer. And it was quite scary, quite traumatic. But um, Now it feels like such a, a fever dream because I'm on the other side of it, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what happened. I mean, that's gotta be a lot to handle, right? Were you just like, are you, like, I mean, I can't even, like, you know, how did you, you know, I mean, you're on the other side, so, but that's a lot to yeah. go through. It, 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 was, it was a lot to go through. It was, I mean, it was, I, I don't think I processed it for the first, like, two months. Like, I just think you just go through the motions of going through the first, the initial treatment. And my cancer was so specific where, it, like, I require a bone marrow transplant, which is what I've just got done um, in March which is why I say I'm on the other side of it because I'm doing really great. I'm on the road to recovery. So basically they replace all my bone marrow. Um, very scientific. It doesn't hurt or anything. It's done through stem cells. So they wow. replace my bone marrow. So that way the chance of the cancer to come back is reduced to like almost like it, there's not a, really a chance for it to come back. Otherwise, if I would have just gotten the chemo treatment without the transplant, it was like a 50-50 chance of it coming back. Wow. So it's been an intense process, but again, I'm on the other side. So I'm very happy about that. And, you know, you were very like open and honest about it, you know, like just and as far as social media, you know, like I think some people, like, I think there's two ways. I think a lot of people just kind of shy away and just kind of vanish before they recover and come back, you know what I mean? Like, which is understandable, like not wanting to be seen in a certain light, but you kind of just put it all out there. Yeah, and it felt good for me to do that. And then I realized when I, like, met so many people online who would be like, you know, like, what are you doing for your skincare during chemo? Like, my skin is so dry. It's, like, keep peeling off. And I was like, who can relate to it? Uh, sorry, I think something happened on my phone. Yeah, sorry. I know. So, like, you actually but yeah, DMing got... people who can relate to it. And being like in the beauty business, like you actually got people asking you beauty questions throughout the whole thing. Yeah, like, well, very like specific, you know, like once I was very vocal like that, I was going through treatment and stuff. I was, um, people would ask me like, what, you know, like what lotion are you using? What, which is, I thought was funny, but like, you know, it is true. It's like, if, if I'm the quote expert on something, it's like, they, they want to know like what I'm using during all of this. So I was happy to share and it really did. It was cathartic in a way to kind of be able to talk to other people who were going through it. Cause then I got support from people who'd already been through it being like, you got this. And then I was able to support people who were newer than me, you know, like who were just diagnosed maybe. Whereas all of a sudden I became the old pro after a few months, you know? Totally. And were you shocked like at that point, you know, cause like, they say, you know, listen, when you're down in life is where you really kind of find out who your true friends are. You know, I mean, I think especially if someone gets sick, 
in my experience, I mean, I've never been sick, but just in other people, you know, a lot of people I think walk out the door. So, you know, were you shocked? I mean, because really everyone, I mean, it was very obvious online from people that didn't know you, like, you know, everyone from Vanderpump kind of rallied and really supported you and were doing fundraisers for you. Like, were you just blown away by all of that emotion? Oh my gosh. It was so, yeah, it was so crazy. Well, at the time my insurance wasn't going to cover my hospital stay because I went to an emergency room and got started getting treatment immediately. They were like, you know, like they were like, we have to start treatment immediately. And we just thought, Oh, my insurance will approve it because it's something so serious. So I originally needed like, I mean, my, my, what I need now is far less, but like I originally was need like $750, like was what the original bill was going to be. Thank God we, you know, were able to shape them that down and get transferred to a different hospital eventually. But so at the beginning, when I was like freaking out about it, all, everyone rallied around and was supporting and raising money. And then the girls were throw the Vanderpump girls threw me a fundraiser separately from my own, from my own GoFundMe. Like they threw their own fundraiser, which was so amazing. And they've been very vocal about it. And then also have done really fun personal things for me. You know, like I had a, um, I couldn't see visitors my first month um, in the hospital because I was like susceptible to just, I had no immune system. And so they were outside of my window of my, all my group of friends, like my different friends from all the restaurants I worked at and just all my friends through my life in LA over the past eight years came to the rooftop of my uh, hospital. So I could see them out the window of the rooftop of, sorry, of the parking garage. And they did like a little flashlight uh, flash mob you're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Oh my God. I was like making a heart, and then I was so shocked. It was so sweet to see like Ariana was there, and Brittany was there, and um, Kristen was there, and Jax, and uh, Tom Sandoval. Like they were, you know, they were all there just doing that stuff too, not even just like the. That's why I think sometimes people get confused. It's like not, they're, they're not just doing stuff like where they're getting pressed, like they're doing just kind of kind gestures as well. Yeah. And I mean, to your point, they really are friends. I mean, they all kind of do, I mean, you know, they're all kind of hanging out when the show's not filming. Yeah, exactly. But wow. So that must have made you feel really good. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was a really cool day. And then um, they've everyone's been so, I mean, I've gotten so much support. So I can't really speak to, you know, the, I, I'm lucky I didn't have a lot of people who are, were fair weather friends, which I do know happens, but um I'm lucky everyone's kind of stuck by me and has still supported me. And I, I, it's a complicated issue. Being sick is complicated because it takes a long time. So like in the beginning, people are really like, you know, very vocal and very like, oh my gosh. And then eventually people kind of get like, they can get sick of you. So I've heard from like my support groups and stuff, not sick of you, but just like, okay, well, you've been sick for like a year and a half now. Like what else can we do? had to experience really? that I've just had nothing but support so I've been really really lucky and really blessed so from everyone from the Vanderpump girls but to my regular friends to just everyone you know so it's been really cool that's good I mean that's great and then you know not to make light of you know what is going on in the world because this is like 
I can't even comment on the <laughs> fact that we're all like locked in our houses. But you know, yeah. How can I put this? Like, you know, your home in your own house, like to you, it's like once you go through like such, you know, like being sick, like is this just kind of like, I mean, it's a horrible thing, but you know, to you, like this can't be worse than that. You know what I mean? Like you've kind of been through yeah. really major it's stuff. It's complicated here. because it's it's definitely complicated because I first of all, I've been every time you get chemo, you are immunity compromised. So then you have to stay in for a long period of time for like three to four weeks each time you get chemo, plus wow. you stay in the hospital. So I've been doing, I've been isolating for a while since, since August of last year on and off. I would like isolate, then I'm, then your, your immunity rises after chemo and then you're better again for a little while. Then you have to go in for another round and then you kind of just repeat the cycle. So I've been doing this for a while. So I'm like the king of isolation, the king of quarantine, but, um, yeah, comparatively speaking, it's, I mean, it's definitely complicates the situation because I am immunity compromised right now. So I have to be extra careful. So it's like an added stress, but it's definitely not like, um, I mean, my heart goes out to everyone who's affected by it, but like, obviously I'm so neurotic and, you know, I live with my, my parents are taking care of me right now because I'm just posted. I just got this transplant done. So we're so careful. Like we, you know, I don't go out at all anywhere except to the doctors because I just have to be so careful during this time. So it's just, that makes sense. It's insane. It's kind of the same in New York too. I mean, you know, not the same as being immune compromised, but being in New York, I don't go out either unless I need food. And even then I'm like trying to limit my going to get food like every 10 days, just because even like walking down the street, you're just like, oh my God, I'm scared to walk down the street right now. I can only imagine. Yeah. I've heard New York because it's just so, so many people in such a small area. I mean, it's pretty bad. You know, it's like where I live in Chelsea, it's less dense. So it's like, you're not on top of the hospitals and, but you know, it's, Hopefully we'll be out of this soon. I mean, what advice do you have for people like, you know, glam wise, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of people that, you know, still want to wake up and even though they're quarantined and I've just decided who the hell cares, I'll deal with this in the last two weeks before we go out. But you know, like, do you have any advice from people like glam wise, you know, that want to kind of keep it together during quarantine or do you just say, anything goes just let you know do whatever and we'll all see each other soon or i mean have, have people been asking you for glam <laughs> advice while they're quarantined in no one's been asking for glam advice um specifically but i do see a lot of people putting on makeup now like they're getting to the point where like i put on makeup and i feel good like i feel normal so i say like if it makes you feel good go you know like do it because i see a lot of people posting like oh my god it makes me feel so good like, I feel like I've done something productive for the day. Like I feel like I look good. And if that's your MO and that makes you feel good, like there's no harm in it. Totally. I'm not going to be doing my own makeup for a while. I'm going to chill and not have my own makeup on for a while and just enjoy the breath of fresh air on my skin. Seriously. What are you doing to keep busy during this? I mean, or what have you done, you know, like during your other quarantine times? I mean, I just do the normal. I binge watch a lot of shows. I eat too much. I try to, um, I FaceTime my friends. Uh, uh, actually, Ariana started doing this thing where she drives by. She'll drive by because uh, we live pretty close together. And 
she drove by the other day and I sat on my balcony and she sat in her car and we had a little conversation from the, the road. So that's my new thing. I told my another set of friends to come by and I'm going to have a balcony conversation with them with my little face mask on. Oh my God. That's like amazing. That's like, that's amazing. If I didn't live on a high floor yeah. and if I had a balcony, I would totally steal this idea. Yeah, it's it's such a fun thing. It was so fun when when me and Ariana did it, and I was like, I'm gonna I need to tell all my friends to come do this now. Like it's so easy. Seriously, who do you hang out with the most out of like Ariana and Kristen and I mean, Brittany, like all of them? Like, um, do you hang out with? Yeah, I would say like that's hmm. I think it's like Brittany, Kristen, and Ariana is who I see the most, like on a more casual level. But like last summer before I got sick, I, I was working with Stassi almost every day. So like I was with Stassi all the time. But I think just um, like, just like chilling kind of wise, I think it's Brittany, Kristen, and Ariana. Got ya. That makes sense. And what else can I ask you? I'm trying to think. That's, I mean, that's amazing. It's a great, have you seen, have you gone back and seen all of the Vanderpump? Like, have you watched the show? Like, I mean, I know you went back to watch some of it. Have you watched all of it or you just kind of watched enough and now you know I'm that actually, you're alive? Well, I'm, that's actually some, some of what me and my mom are doing in quarantine is watching some of the old episodes now, like the ones, because I kind of like flip, flipped through it and watched key episodes to kind of understand what was going on. So now watching like full seasons so i'm starting like season two and gonna take it from there just to see like the actual episodic things i was watching like random episodes like see a few episodes of season one like the first you know maybe episode one and then like saucy's birthday party in vegas and then i would watch the final episode or the reunion or something but now i'm watching going back to watching them all you might as well you have the time you mean you have the do you know any of like the new cast like dana Charlie, Danica. Yeah, I know Dana. I know Dana, and um, I've obviously met Max a bunch because he was the general manager at TomTom Tom even before he was on the show. And um, I've met Brett, uh, the new Brett. And, but I know Dana pretty well, and she's so sweet and so lovely. But um, unfortunately, I got sick, and so I never have had done her makeup or anything. But she's, uh, she's, uh, she's been a big support um, over the past since I've met her back in like right before I got sick so like at the beginning of August I met her and she's been a big support since then because I've seen her a few times at different social functions when I was um you know before the pandemic and before I had to go back in the hospital that's awesome what else do you want to leave anyone like before we go I always like to give people a chance like towards the end like you know is there anything else you want to say like I totally appreciate you taking the time out of your, you know, recovery to chat with me. You know, I just think it's, it's an interesting yeah. spin on, you know, like, do you want to leave anyone with anything? Like, what would you like us to know about you that we haven't covered? I mean, I don't think there's anything new to know. I just would say like, you know, keep in mind the reason why we're quarantining is for people like me. It's not just, it's not just old people, but it's people like me who are immunity immunity compromised so be sure to keep that in mind when you go stir crazy i think a lot of people are doing a good job about that but you know just remember that and also just remember that the girls from vanderpump rules are real people and so sometimes people are so mean to them online that i feel so bad 
so I just want to say like they are all even if they're crazy on the show sometimes they are all really really nice and they all have the hugest hearts so keep that in mind the next time anyone wants to leave like a mean comment on a on an Instagram post you know totally and it's like yeah and there's a lot in editing and you don't really know someone until you've walked in their shoes and what gives anyone the right to really comment on someone else's life? Like we all, we're all messes and works in progress, you know, like we're all just exactly. figuring it out. So yeah, I'm very against online, like bullying and cyber, just any type of cyber bullying. It's just, it's ridiculous. So that's well, good. Those girls I mean, get it hard. They get it really hard. So I feel, I always feel like it makes me so mad. It's like, they don't know, like, you know, like Brittany and Kristen took me to Vegas a, a days before I had to go into the hospital for a month for my transplant to celebrate my transplant. Like they took me to Vegas on an amazing trip, you know, all expenses paid. It was just so incredible. They had just had the biggest hearts and, and then they get so much shit online and it's just like, dang, you guys don't even know. What, do, how do you feel about this whole, you know, you know, Katie and Stassi, you know, kind of not inviting Kristen to Vegas and, you know, our girl Kristen yeah, getting I mean, it's tough banged up me. on. I know, because you know them all. I know them all, and so I just hope that, you know, I hope they can figure it out, because I was with them when they were all friends still, so I know what it's like when they're all friends and hanging out with all of them together and the Witches of WeHo. I did the witch wine shoot with the three of them, and so... You know, it's I hope hard. for the best for everyone, but yeah, it is really hard. I don't have a, I'm not taking a side because I can't, but it's just, you know, I get both sides and I just hope that they work it out because they've been friends for so long, even before the show, they've been friends. So hopefully they can, you know, I hope so, but it's very good entertainment for the, you know, the public, but I really, <laughs> I really do hope that they could, I just, I hope everyone could be friends. So where can we all find you online? I mainly do everything on my Instagram at Jared lips. And other than that, I've got some, some stuff I'm working on that's coming out, but it won't be until I'm recovered and post pandemic. It's a little too soon to, to talk about anything, but just stay tuned on my Instagram and we'll, we'll keep it, keep it updated there. That's exciting. You'll have to come back on the show when you have, when you want to announce that after it's announced, you'll have to come back on. Absolutely. So I really appreciate this. Thank you for taking the time. I know you are in your recovery and, you know, I really appreciate it, Jared. Oh my God. It's so fun. I'm glad it, glad it worked out. I'm glad to, to go behind the velvet rope with you. Anytime. And I'll DM you and we'll, I'll definitely keep you posted when all this is coming out and we can keep in touch. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. 
We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.